Hello and welcome to 48 Shades of Football. My name is Steve W and you're listening to everyone's favourite K-League podcast. I say everyone, I guess, probably there's at least one sole taxi driver who's not a, not a fan this week. And probably a, a Canadian that lives in Goyang that's not listening as well. Uh, I believe so, and, yeah. Well, to be honest, pretty much everyone that you interacted with over the weekend is <laughs> not a fan, Mark. Would that be fair? I don't know, my girlfriend's sister's probably still listening. <laughs> So we opened up with a bit of the Rocky theme tune there, that's just in case there's any John Book players listening in. Or oh, taxi drivers, <laughs> for that matter. <laughs> Who feel as if they've gone three rounds with Rocky. <laughs> so, all three of us made it up to Goyang for the Seoul Elan game this weekend. Um, that was Saturday, I guess Sunday, Paul, you'd have spent Sunday frantically trying to paint leopard spots onto your FC Seoul shirt, right? You've converted now, aren't you? <clears throat> what, what are you talking about? I was now near, nowhere near the Elan game at the weekend. I think we've got photographic evidence that proves different. I think I've got witnesses that prove different. I was caught on CCTV wearing a Burberry coat, walking near a girls' middle school. <laughs> Plenty of witnesses who will say I was nowhere near the Elan game at the weekend. No, I have a photograph of a really hot girl and, and you're in the background. Did he have his shot on She doesn't have a photograph of her. That was the girl that we deliberately went to sit oh, behind. Who then, after my second use of the word C, um, <laughs> got, up and got up and left. Um, I'm, I'm blaming Jamie. Another <laughs> podcast fan lost. Lost, yes. <laughs> so you're, you're not converted yet then, Paul? Another game at the weekend? Not, can't be converted to something I didn't see. I'm an FC Soul fan. I'm not going near that rabble. Okay. Mark. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I've got nothing bad to say about you. Really? Yeah. After that weekend? I, I was too scared one. to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> what I heard about your weekend was almost beat up a taxi driver, almost beat up a Canadian. So I'm totally scared that if I give a bad introduction, I'm not going to leave here alive. So, <sighs> Welcome, Mark. It's good to see you again. <laughs> thank, thank you, Paul. Here's my pocket money. <laughs> it was a weekend of firsts, I think, for Mark. It was his, his first baseball game. Your first Seoul Elan game. In your first night of singing the sash to the Queen in the Embassy Bar on a Friday night? <laughs> two of the three. Two of the three were true, yeah. I didn't stand up for God Save the Queen. You know it's the uh, Queen's birthday party at the Embassy on this Thursday. Have you got your invite? No, no but Danny has his. How oh, is it? Another podcast listener lost, <laughs> to be honest. We're going through them quicker than, than I go through beers and, and goyang. I was going to um, say it'll just be us left, but to be honest, even we don't listen anymore. It's just Paul, and that's only when he edits it's it. It's Paul and his mum. <laughs> we went from my ears bleeding every week. We went from triple figures on SoundCloud down to like three. <laughs> and that's, that's the edit. Paul m- misclicked. Oh. <laughs> Got it three times. But anyway, thanks, Paul, for, for, for that intro. Yeah, uh, obviously, Stevie's here, as he said. Um, Stevie took us all, all apparently, apart from Paul, took us all to Eland uh, versus Goyang to kind of try and convert us. Um, I think the football didn't convert me, but definitely some of the hotties that were in that crowd <laughs> might mean I might go back to Eland at the weekend. Um, if, if you're allowed. If I'm allowed, yes. I think actually holding up my Songnam scarf at Martin Rennie might not have endeared me to him too much. <laughs> so Martin, if you're still listening to the podcast, I do apologise and happy birthday. Yeah, we should we should take this point to notice that sometime in the last week, it's been good friend of the podcast, Martin, on his birthday. It has been. Stevie baked him a cake and gave it to him at the match. Indeed. Uh, Actually, I'd, I'd baked it for Buddha, but I thought I'd just give it to Martin Rennie anyway. Do you <laughs> know when his birthday actually is? is, is, was, it, more hair? was it Saturday? Martin Rennie, it was Friday, I think. Friday. He was 40. 
That makes him younger than me? you guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's older than me. Come on, there's no way. There's no way you're trying to tell me that you're actually, oh, that you're actually younger than me for <laughs> really. I am young. Well, apparently, so Alistair said. So oh, career what? racing said. Another podcast listener lost. You know, you know the reason we've lost most of our listeners is because you you've not been putting up links on Facebook anymore. I thought it was because we talked crap for twenty minutes before we actually start the show. Anyway, intro's done. Okay, intro's done. You know who we are. You know who you are, you know what we've been up to at the weekend, which is probably more than most of us do. Um, yeah. Let's move on, let's talk about the matches. Yeah. And really? Talk about the K-League the Classic first. Okay, so I guess I guess the big game in the Classic this week was, well there wasn't any, was there? There was no Seoul, there was no Suwon, there was no Songnam. Yeah. So there wasn't really any big game, so let's just talk about the ones that none yeah. of us saw anyway. Yeah, it was a did happen, yeah. <laughs> so first up, Jeju. Jeju beat Chonam 3-2. Review done. Review done. <laughs> Review done. I, the, only, the only thing I saw from the Jeju game was apparently the manager had bet the fans that he was going to dye his hair orange if they got 20,000 in one of the games, and they did, or at least they claimed to. They claimed yeah. to. So he's dyed his hair orange, and the Jeju team, I think, came out with orange afro wigs on. And that was, I guess you get five goals, you get a bit of entertainment as well, but that's about as much as I know about the game. I guess, yeah. I mean, looking at this. At the game, it did, it did look as if it was like, I mean, 1 0 to 2 0 to 2 each to 3 2. It's a pretty. Entertaining game, I guess. Yeah, I suppose yeah. the only thing, Jeju are now third in the league, which is quite quite a surprise, I guess. They've been doing pretty well. Eight and a half thousand at the match as well, so maybe things are looking up at Jeju. Or maybe they're just fiddling the numbers. Maybe, yeah. And. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a joke in there that I'm not going to say, I'm not going to use. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm, I'm going to keep it clean today. It's not like you. So JJ3, Chunam 2, Paul, any thoughts on it? Not at all? No, did not see it. Didn't see it? No. Not really that worried, don't care. I saw a photo of the manager with his orange hair. He looked a bit ridiculous as all Koreans do when they dye their hair. So... The only thing I'm worried about is probably Rangers are going to cock it up for the playoff final now. So that's the last three podcast listeners gone, yeah? (laughs) Because you've Koreans that were still listening. I'm just worried that, you know, for the playoff final coming up with Rangers, it'll be full orange shirts, orange hair, orange oh, wigs. Have they done that before, didn't they? they I think they, they did, did that at one of the, the, the cup finals at one time. Yeah, uh, Dick Advocate Family Day, I think yes. they called it. Which was just basically like, let's all dress up as, in our orange sash uniforms. Let's all dress up as dicks. And they yeah. had an orange away kit. Yeah, they had an orange away kit. They claimed it was tangerine, but... They um, sold like hotcakes. <laughs> the problem was that, actually, the stores, the Rangers Superstores, actually had the features bright, the features orange. Because that was like the, the, the orange cell phone slogan at the, at the time. Uh, so that made it quite difficult for the club to say it's a tangerine top and not an orange top when their own superstores had the future's bright, the future's orange. If the police ask, it's tangerine. So, yeah. so this is how we're going to stretch this section out to more than ten, the allotted 10 minutes with Absolutely. the fact that there's two games missing. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to talk about Rangers. Because I'm a Rangers, yeah. But you're a big Rangers fan, aren't you? So we can't call them Rangers, we're going to talk about Sevco. Sevco, <laughs> zombies, whatever you want to call them, yeah. The Tribute Act. As, as I believe, as, as we refer to. Talking about Rangers, it's normally their players that are throwing punches at the opposition on a Saturday afternoon, but apparently this week it was uh, Chonbook. Yeah, yeah. Managed to beat Inchon 1 0. Thank you, Thanks to an Edu goal. Still, is it 11 points clear at the top of the table now? Uh, 111 uh, points. I think it's got uncountable, yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be honest. I... So, so Chonbook <clears throat> has won the league. Even uh, with 10 men, they can win the league. We said uh, in our preview last week that if, if Chonbook rests half their players, then Inchon will have a chance. 
and they did rest half their players. They had a bloke sent <coughs> off in the first five minutes, and they still... They only won 1-0, so I guess Incheon had a chance, but uh, didn't take it. Yeah, but... Well, obviously, I think the big talking point, apart from John McWinning, is that Han, Han Q1 uh, punching, punching the Incheon player. It was an absolute beauty, wasn't it? It's a cracker, man. I'm not quite sure what the Incheon guy did to deserve it. It didn't seem pretty unprovoked. He... I, mean, I, I read a report about this where they'd interviewed the Incheon guy and he said that in the previous um, Chumbuk attack they were tussling and he'd sort of done a bit of that and he didn't didn't mean to be caught him. Paul is swinging his elbow now for yeah. those yeah. those people not watching this on TV. Because <laughs> Paul obviously hasn't quite grasped the idea of a podcast quite yet. <laughs> I, I thought we were still doing the vlog that you always talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's getting done next week. Tune in. But yeah, the, the Incheon... The Incheon guy said he, during during a sort of bit of tackling, he caught him around the face, yeah. and that's why he thought it was yeah. a great punch because he, he threw the punch first of all, he, he missed, missed the missed guy, it. and then he had to chase after oh. him for about <coughs> six or seven yards, and then a, a flying punch straight into the side of the face. Now, what was quite funny is, is when he threw the punch and missed, he, he must have come close enough to catch the eye of the Incheon guy, who turned around at that point and looked bemused, yeah. and then started running away from him. And then he then chased him, jumped up in the air, and they landed that cracker right in his cheek. And then he had the cheek to look confused as the red card came out. Yeah. Like, what did I do, man? <laughs> what did you do? He's just like, he's like coaching Tiger Hidden Dragon, the guy, do you know what I mean? It was like incredible. Um, it was ridiculous. So, what was, what was the punishment then in the end? Did so, the punishment. John Book have already decided to. So, the punishment is that uh, John Book will take him to Beijing and, and, and make him the watch the game. <laughs> no, the punishment is that uh, the. Well, the they the alleged him. punishment is that he's got wait, wait, a twenty wait, wait. million won fine. This is the internal punishment from Chumbuk, right? He'll mm. still have to face whatever sanctions. But the key, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but the key they have apparently come out and said what they will, or what the potential punishment will be. It'll be twenty million won uh, fine, uh, twelve game ban, and eighty hours of community service. What's your source for that? My source for that is a girl on Twitter called Nicola called Nicole Chung who. Seems to never get anything wrong on Twitter. Okay. Um, so I, I, I read that yesterday. Mm. She got up from, she translated it from a, a, a report that she found. But because, she's pretty clued up about things. Because I'd seen that, that that punishment was what? That, the, that John Book had an emergency meeting after the game. Okay. And that's the punishment they'd handed down to him from the club. From the club? Okay. And then he'll have a disciplinary hearing at the... The league sometime this week, I guess. I mean, it could be that's a club punishment. I, they, she just translated what, yeah. the, what she'd read. And presumably that's he'll get his three, three, three game ban in the league, right, for being sent off. Yeah, for his violent conduct plus, or whatever. Plus anything they decide to. Plus they'll to. probably stick an extra yeah, few on. I, mean, I, think it's, uh, I think it's unlikely that we'll see him play again this season, to be perfectly honest. I think that'll be his punishment. I mean, I think he'll probably end up... I think, I mean, he's, if he gets 12 games... I think if he gets a 12-game ban, it's going to make it tough for him to get back in the team again after that. I mean, he's in the national team and everything, but he's obviously a bit of an ass. I mean, so he's, he's lost his, his comeback, national team place. Have his comeback game against Poirang. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's obviously lost his... He'll be doing the double against Poirang. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. they, they, they obviously got some... Well, I saw an apology letter, allegedly written by him, but it looked like it was written by a five-year-old kid. Mm. In the letters. In which he apologised for his conduct, etc., etc. His hand was probably still sore after punching the guy. Maybe that's why he can write properly. <laughs> if he uses left, he also called up the Inchon player and apologised to him and said yeah. and they've agreed to be friends going forward and like say hi when they pass each other on the street, etc. Go out for drinks. 
What a lovely end to the story, yeah. isn't that nice? Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful end. <clears throat> Is that what you do when you punch people in the head, Mark? Are you going out for drinks with that taxi driver next week? <laughs> yes. I, usually, I usually get free taxis home after that happens. Um, but, uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on, on please. Really quickly before we get any trouble. Um, next game, Guangzhou nil, Busan 1. I think Busan scored their goal right at the death. There was a 90, 90th minute winner. Yeah, so close to being the nil nil we predicted. So close to being the nil nil that it probably should have been. It was actually it was really close to being one each because Guangzhou had a, a penalty. This is the worst penalty I've seen for a long, long time since some of David Beckham's beauties that, yeah. I, that I often watch on YouTube when I'm feeling a bit low. I do the same as well. <laughs> <laughs> I watch that one back all the time. But, it, I mean, he, he virtually put it straight up. Mm. I, it definitely came down with snow in it. It probably cleared the stand. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it, but I did read on, on, on Twitter that it was a pretty, pretty horrendous penalty. Um, there was a justifiable penalty? There was a, I never saw the foul. Oh, I, just okay. saw him, I just saw him take the penalty. Um, uh, he's not covered himself in glory with that. He'll be, be disappointed, I think, to say the least. <laughs> After after watching Eland, it puts a whole new meaning on that. It covered himself in glory, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, so moving on again. So I think that Busan uh, does that give them a bit of a gap then to Dijon? Is it six points or something like that? Uh, six, six points. Yeah. You think that saved his job for another week? Because presumably it's quite hard to sack you after you've won a game. Even if it is against Guangzhou. Even even if it's against Guangzhou, yeah. Who are who are now in real danger of. Um, being drawn into the... Yeah, their form has been absolutely dreadful um, of late. I mean, they're really in... I mean, like, if they hadn't done so well at the beginning of the season, they would be sitting like neck and neck with, with Dejan, I think. And so I think we're going to see them, them probably in the playoffs, I think. Looks that way. And in the last games, the one we just watched, Ulsan 2, Bohang 2. Yep. Nobody did the double... Didn't see any of it, can't comment. <laughs> you weren't there, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be clear, we had arranged to meet at two to watch this, but because of... Technical difficulties. Yeah, we missed, we missed the first half hour, I guess, didn't we? We missed the first two goals. We yeah. missed the first two goals, yeah. We turned, we turned it on just in time to see Yang score his second and make it 2-1. Um, yeah, yeah. Never, never try and get into your locked office uh, on Buddha's birthday. Uh, particularly not when the security guard can't understand the concept of a key. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, 2-2 doesn't really help anyone, does it? It doesn't uh, do it, much for Ulsan, doesn't it? But it helps John Book. But it helps John Book, yeah, and it helps, <laughs> helps Songnam and Inchon and Seoul and all those guys who are trying to catch up. But, but yeah, in I terms think, of a challenge... Yeah. I mean, I mean, Seoul are going to be the only challengers, and even then, I mean, John Book brushed him aside pretty easily when they met, you'd imagine... They'll brush them aside every time they meet. So yeah, I think um, maybe maybe if Jeju can put a bit of form together, you didn't even believe that as you were saying it, did you? <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not even remotely. You got halfway through that sentence. You just went, oh, yeah, I've oh, given up. I'll finish it for the sake of it. <laughs> the only thing that will ruin the season for Chumbuk is injuries to key players or long suspensions to key players, or more players punching opposition team players, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Hanku one will be a loss <clears throat> to the team. He definitely will be, but or Suwon splashing out on Neymar, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and other flying pig related. Yeah, I think Suwon may splash out on Ne Chance <laughs> more than Neymar. Are you thinking maybe Samsung will 
ship a few of the Chelsea boys across to Suwon for the close oh, season. Well, I mean, Samsung have—it's not even Samsung not anymore, is sponsoring them from next season. It's going to be yeah. it's, uh, Mitsubishi, is it or Japanese anyway? It's Japanese. Japanese. You mean Chelsea? Yeah. 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 But even with um, it'd be quite <clears> fun <throat> if Mitsubishi took over the Blue Wings. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitsubishi Blue Wings. <laughs> That's got a ring to it. Um, the thing is, they it's not even the Samsung corporation anymore who's, who, who actually sponsors uh, Suwon either. No, like it's, it, it's Chael. Yeah, it's something else, isn't it? Chael Some other. Worldwide, but still part of Samsung. Still. It's still part of Samsung Group, but uh, like it used to be, because that's why Suwon fans used to have that uh, same millioneros uh, in their crowd, they, they don't have it anymore. <clears throat> they also don't have their uh, Third Reich uh, <laughs> German flag either. So... <laughs> So that wraps up the reviews then. Uh, I guess the only other news was uh, Dejon have, have moved on or lost their manager, depending on how you read. Um, we'll maybe talk about, about that later. Uh, for now, let's have a look at the uh, the big league, K-League Challenge. You guys made it up to, to go. That's your second time at Goyang this season, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's my second time. You've been at Goyang almost as often as you've been at Tanchon. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Probably seen more goals as well, actually, to be honest. So what did you make? What did you make of your challenge experience then? Shit. <laughs> Too many Canadians. Uh, well, you were well, you were making friends and influencing people, Mark. What, what did you make? Of your, what? what did you make of your uh, challenge? Well, experience? I did start with like, oh, One Direction gives a cup, <laughs> and, and I went downhill from there. Uh, that was when you were still being sociable. Yeah. Um, actually, to be honest, um, I think. Uh, there's no denying that yeah, Eland are a team. I mean, uh, the, two of their goals were world class. They, they, I mean, Goyang are, I, mean, I don't know how, how good Goyang, Goyang are, but I mean, Eland definitely made pretty easy, easy, easy work of the victory. Um, I think at the beginning of the season, <coughs> a lot of people had talked to, b- before Eland kicked the ball, a lot of people talked about how they thought Eland would win the league. Then after they kicked the ball, we thought, no, no chance. Uh, but yeah, you've got to say that it's all falling into place now for for Martin. And yeah, I mean, they, if they keep playing that way, they're going to be definitely in around the playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, that's them in, what, up to fourth now, so that's in the playoff. 4-2, I think, was it 26 or goals or 25 goals or something? Some ridiculous yeah. number of goals in the last five games. And they're starting to look like the team I think people thought they were going to look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Which they didn't look like in the first the players are obviously weeks. playing with a lot of confidence, which means they can sort of start banging these shots in from 30 yards out and have them go in most of the time. Yeah. Jumin yeah. Q scored another cracker? I mean, I, no, Jumin Q scored the first, which was a header. Yeah. So who scored those two? The two, it was uh, Kim Young Gun. Kim Young Gun scored both scored of them? Scored both of them, yeah. I remember the third. I mean, I remember that. He's, he's been doing that a lot. I mean, he scored, he scored one again. He scored two, I think, against Su one. Which were very similar, you know, bending yeah. them in from, from out wide, firing them in from 25 yards. Yeah. Um, Although his first one was kind of a goalie error, right? What well, the, the goalie was left flat footed. I don't, don't know if it was an error or whether it was just because he did curl it right across him. Yeah. So it did look as if maybe the goalie just got completely Beaten. bamboozled by, <laughs> the, by the shot. But you've got to feel sorry for, uh, for Koyang, right? Because they just had a, a perfectly good goal. Oh, they, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it did look as it did look as if they'd made it two one, um, and I was halfway through my sweary rant when I noticed that the linesman had his flag up. So um, that was strange enough. I was halfway through my celebration <laughs> at the exact same time as you noticed it was offside. Well, 
I don't know. I haven't seen a replay of it, so I haven't seen it from a better angle. Obviously, we were behind the goal, so it's hard to tell. It looked it looked okay to me it, from it, where I was. It looked pretty. I mean, it did look as if it was a it was a, it was a poor, a really poor call. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they pretty much ran right up the pitch and scored. Well, yeah, it was straight away. It was right. From I mean, the restart. It, was, it was on the restart. The goalie yeah. could have chose one here, just charged up the field and smacked it in. And I think, to be honest, Goyang was still distracted by yeah. having just had a goal chopped off. Mm. Although the other thing as well, I mean, Martin Rennie and a lot of the team looked pretty annoyed at the first Goyang goal. They were definitely claiming hand ball. So um, one of the things I do notice, Eland, when they put the highlights up, they only tend to put the Eland goals on. So you don't actually yeah. see the opposition goal. So I haven't had the chance to watch the videos again. But it looked as if, I mean, with the reaction, it looked as if the first goal was maybe a bit suspicious in terms of handball. And from what I saw of it, it looked as if the goal they had chopped off maybe should have stood. Yeah, so I guess it evened itself out, yeah. And then I never saw the last goal. I was convinced it was 4-1 when we left the stadium. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I remember Goviang scoring... Make it four two. I can't quite remember where we where we were at the time. I think we we just started making they're making our way down to the front. I think, yeah, well, once point. you once you get right to the front behind the goal, you can't see what happens yeah, at the other end. So yeah. we were all very busy celebrating our victory, and I was convinced it was four one until Paul told me later it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was definitely four two. No, it was four two. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember Goyang scoring that the second goal. But as I said, I, I, you couldn't see it, but I remember the Goyang massive cheering. Yeah, yeah. Other thing for me, it was good to see some familiar faces that I'm missing from around Sangam. So guys that I used to see all the time last season that have not been around for a while, and now I found out where they were. Well, supporting Elan there. Yeah, it was also good to get some free pizza as well. Yeah, it was. It was definitely fair trade as we discussed. <laughs> and some good bingsu to. Uh, it, has to it has to be added. I mean, if you're if you're looking for, for somewhere for a cheeky wee bingsu, uh, then I think definitely Elan is the place to go. Absolutely, um, so there you go, you've been, you've been converted, so you'll be there next week. Converted or perverted? Which one of the two is it? I think both. I don't think you need to be perverted, Mark. <laughs> what, the only thing I've discovered is that Mark's not a good wingman. So we, we identified a, a really tasty bingsu to eat. Basically made it melt. <laughs> melt away. I mean, in ten minutes. I think, I, think I, I am getting the blame for the fleeing bingsu, but uh, I think it may have been a combination of just like... Seven foreigners all screaming abusive language at each other, uh, whilst the poor little mate was kind of trying to watch the football. Is that not the kind of being so that you normally see at a football match? Is it? Oh, it was obviously a must, must be a player's, player's girlfriend. Must be a player's girlfriend. Had to be. She was way too hot to be there on on, on her own, and and and, and he's been not to be accosted by a bunch of foreigners. <laughs> well, I think what we can probably safely say is she'll not be back. <laughs> Given her experience. Not if she's me again, no. <laughs> I think she'll be running away. She's like, oh, God, there's a guy with a hat again. So, uh, so before we get ourselves in any more trouble, I think we should keep moving on. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's what she said. <laughs> Is that why she moved that's on? That's why she moved on. <laughs> she moved on. She's like, I'm going to get some trouble here. To be honest, she moved a lot quicker than Ryan Johnson ever did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said, these foreigners are so attractive. If I don't move on now, I'm going to be in a massive <laughs> amount of trouble. Gang. Go on, you know you want to say. Just like to point out that Paul's not drinking today. <laughs> it's worse than usual. <laughs> Paul, take a drink. You, you think this is water? <laughs> so have you, have you so been at his cart Masaki again? <laughs> and that's not a euphemism for anything before you write in. So the other games, Butchon lost to Kyongnam. 
This is a prize. I'm, that, I'm sure they got that game as well. Actually, like had they, w- they were ahead for quite a while. Had had Jamie not uh, been going to Ireland, like, I probably would have actually gotten well, that. Well, the interesting thing it was two goals from Milos, who's who'd been dropped recently, and apparently was just about ready to chuck it and and get a move. So I don't know if, if FC Seoul are looking for a striker. Milos might be available. But one was a penalty, yeah. Yeah, just before half time. They're but, not. Don't worry. <laughs> But to be honest, I mean, he seems to be the difference for Gyeongnam in terms of attacking ability, attacking prowess, whatever you want to call it. Um, if he's not playing, they've got very little up front. Um, but they, they've jumped up. They were bottom of the league and they've won two games and now they're sitting in seventh. So it shows you two wins can get you halfway up the table in the, in the challenge. Two more wins, they'll be ahead of the Quick, the quick Almir and... watch. Did Almir get the full 90? He did, actually, yeah. They took yeah, off uh, the Piranha. The Piranha was hooked. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> You've been waiting months to see that. Um, but, uh, uh, so he did get the full ninety minutes, although I don't think he actually touched the ball. So I guess, I guess the, the shock of the round was uh, Chungju, who managed to get a three each draw with Sangju. <laughs> it was top versus bottom. Yeah. And then it turns out three three. I'd, I don't know what the hell goes on in this league. I don't know how Chungju managed what? to score three against. I, the guess, army. I, I guess it, again it depends on. Like who who plays in the army team at that in, in that day as well? I mean, because like, they have, I mean, like, they have some pretty decent players that we've talked about before. Um, yeah, I mean, it looked it looked like a pretty yeah, strong side that the yeah. army put out. So I don't. Part but again, it's just one of these. It seems like every week there's so just up. one ridiculous result. Um, and again, they were two 0 up after what thirty four minutes, and then they go three two down, and then you know they have to be scrabbling about to get an equaliser. Chungju looked absolutely awful against us. I don't, I can't believe they scored three against Sangju. I'm starting to think they maybe need to look at the uh, the betting patterns again at some of the some of the Sangju bookmakers because I mean, that, oh, that just that's ridiculous. Didn't Sangju lose like a couple of games ago as well to like someone that they shouldn't really? Yeah, it was it was Kangwon. I think they lost Kangwon to Kangwon or something. Like that, yeah. So yeah, I mean maybe they're not quite quite the well, they got the last game. Maybe, good, yeah. maybe, maybe they're not quite the force that we all think they are. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really looked that impressive, but they're, they're definitely a good side. They're quite a solid side. They're well organised, but, um, but certainly they're not running away with it. I think it's quite strange that Ireland have only won four games. Well, they didn't, win, it. They didn't win a game until... Why do I feel like they've won, the, I thought they'd won way more than four? No, they hadn't, they hadn't won a game until they played Suwon. Um, really? Oh, basically, they've won four out of the last five, and they, they yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking. They've won more. Um, talking about top of the league, Suwon beat Gangwon two one. So that's them now level with Sangju. So it's going to be a pretty tight race between like Elan, Daegu, Suwon, and Sangju, yeah. And now it looks it, like it, and the, the, I mean, the police are starting to sneak up as well. They've, they've been a, kind of under the radar because they've been just drawing all their matches. But they're actually, they've crept up the table and I think they're a point behind us. I'll be, like, I haven't watched the place, I, th- I think they're a poor, so, poor team. Yeah, I guess there's a, there's a, maybe there's a few poor teams in the league. Um, but they beat, they beat Anyang 1-0 at the weekend. Anyang are really strong. They're now 3-4 now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't won a game, they haven't won a game since the first day of the season. They mm. beat Sue 1-3-0 and that was the only game they've actually managed to win. Yeah. Um, which was quite a surprise because they're not a bad side. I mean, they're not, they're I not mean, dreadful. They, they, again, maybe they just lack a bit of goal threat, a bit of a you know a decent striker. 
Um, but they did well against take, us. Yeah, but we, 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 we had to just take Austin out for some Galby and, and, and some Green. He's like Popeye and some like some soldier in him. He'd be like, get his energy levels back up. Stick Austin in front. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll fire in a few goals. I'm not really good putting boots on. <laughs> so this Paul. So Paul. The other thing to note is that now all the teams have played the same number of games, right? So yeah, so that's the end of the first round. Up to now, everyone had always been one or two games mm, behind yeah. their head. Now everyone's equal. They've all played each, well. They've all played each other once. So, so that's, that's a good point, Paul. Yeah. Maybe you're not drunk. We won't be able to say the same thing again for another 11 rounds, right? Yeah, for another 11 weeks. Yeah, so that's, that was the five games in the challenge at the weekend. And as you say, that's the end of the first round of results. So we look forward to see what happens in the second round. Mm. Um, looks like Eland are finding a bit of form. Um, probably that top four, as we say, are the ones that are the ones that are in with the challenge. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see if Kyungnam can pick something up in the second second round of fixtures because they're probably the one team that looks a bit of a surprise where they are. Well, it's a bit of a surprise as well that Kangwon are, are sitting so low in the league, um, given that they were in the playoffs last year. But we'll have to wait and see. Another exciting round of fixtures coming up. You guys are obviously all. Elan fans now, so we'll be seeing you at every game. You'll definitely be seeing me at one in two weeks' time on the 6th of June. The one that Elan are not playing in? Yeah. Oh, uh, then... Uh, what a shame. So that was the weekend. Uh, what else has been happening this week, guys? We know, we know what's been happening with Mark. I guess we don't want to go there again, Paul. Have you noticed anything this week? Well, I think we've just done a, a good sort of coverage of all the, the normal matches that we cover, but I think we probably skipped the, the most amazing match that happened in Korea this weekend. You know the one I'm talking about. Let me guess. Is that our good friends at the Martyrs again? Yep. So. Was it 12-0? Mm, it was 12-0 after 8 minutes. 20-0? <laughs> Higher. 25-0? Higher. 30-0? Higher. 35-0? Yes, it was 35-0 <laughs> this week. That was the game you were going to go to, Paul, wasn't it? You'd, yeah. It was 50-50. You were either they, going to go to Pochon or, uh, or go to the middle school. And you decided that middle school was just going to... You did talk it. about driving us there at one point. If you'd have gone, I would, I would have driven up there. But I wasn't going to go by myself, no. So. But you did go by yourself to the middle school. <laughs> well, did I? It's a video for shows. Good old, good old martyrs, though. What the hell is going on up there? That's him. Played, played eight, lost eight. Every week it seems to get worse. It's 14 0, 25 0, 26 0. I mean. And now it's 35-0. I mean, 35-0 is, if you actually look at it, I mean, I think that we talked about this earlier, but like 35-0 is literally one goal every two minutes. If you, if you count in the, the, count the, the amount of time takes, that the ball's actually in, yeah, in play. The amount of time it takes to like restart and get everyone like, like a regroup to get the ball back on the, on the spot again, it's literally one goal every two minutes. I, I, I'm wondering how much time added on there playing each half because it's supposed to add on like a few seconds every time there's a goal, right? But the thing is that my experience of going to Martyrs games is that they don't play 40 minutes. 45 minutes. <laughs> well, the Martyrs don't play 40 minutes, but it seems like the opposition sorry. are. <laughs> That's because we teach 40 minutes classes, sorry guys. But they, they, they don't really seem to stick to like a 90 minute match. They, they quite often they just call it early. I mean, I've been at a couple of Martyrs games and I think they both kind of like finished five minutes earlier or so because it was already 11 now or 13 now. Um, so you have to wonder, like, yeah, I mean, like, 35 goals, I mean, like, how do you... It's, yeah, it's one of those games where you're like, I really wish I had been there just to see what went on. Yeah. Even, I mean, even, you normally think, there's not many teams would actually keep playing to get a 35-0 result. 
I know that they've, they've had a few 14s and they've had 24 or whatever, but, but I think at some point the opposition would just say, right, that's enough. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, enough's enough. Let's take it, you know, they, they stop playing. But, I mean, the teams in that league hate the matter so much that they keep playing, like, even though the game's already over at 10 now. I mean, like, never mind 35. It's, yeah. It just seems a little bit strange. I don't know whether it's the opposition trying to make a point about something the martyrs or whether it's just because they've put so many bad results on the board that each team now thinks they've got to mm, go one better than the be, team yeah. before. They don't want to be the team that, that goes easy on them. Imagine the team that actually loses them at some point. Well, so I, United. I think the Seoul United game's coming up in next week or the week after. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the one that the martyrs actually win. <coughs> Do we know when that is? Is it? Chance we could go to it. So this this weekend it's Jungnan Chorus Mustang. Your favourite team, Mark. Yep. It's a it's the twentieth of June that they, they play twentieth uh, of June away at Seoul United. Which could be the game as you said that they eventually get a point, or at least score a goal. They haven't scored it's a goal all season. I think they've, they've played eight, lost eight, goals for none, goals against. Is it one hundred and thirty three or one hundred and thirty four? Something I mean, like that. Something ridiculous. Like, at what stage do you get fired? I mean, like, at what stage like, do you actually get sacked as a manager? Well, or he, didn't get, he didn't get sacked when he didn't turn up for the match, so... Okay. <laughs> he got a formal I, don't even know, I don't even know if it's just the same guy. Maybe they have a new coach every week, or just whoever turns up and can fit in the tracksuit gets to be the coach for that, that weekend. But his, his job seems even safer than Che's. Well, talking of Che... Talking of jobs, yes. Yeah. We, I think we alluded earlier that the Tejon manager's gone this week. Um, did, did, you, did you actually see, was he, was he sacked or did he quit? I have no idea. I only, I, I only, I've seen kind of both versions. That, I read it in the forum, so I don't actually know yeah, I think I'm not sure either. I'm sure we could find out if I was inclined to. But either, In either way, he's gone. Yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing is that Liam was quite upset about it, wasn't he? So. Yeah, I think, the, I think friend most of, of, friend most of the, of the fans were... Major Tejon fan was a bit... Disappointed that he left. I think, I think most of the fans were, were behind him. It was kind of a strange one because it, uh, things were almost picking up slightly. Mm. I mean, he hadn't got many wins, but they were looking as if they were doing a bit better. Well, they, yeah. were, they, were, they were getting close. I mean, to, they'd beaten Suwon and they'd, they kind of uh, like scored against John Book. I guess he's got a lot of good goodwill with the fans after last season getting them promoted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to disagree. I guess when you look at the league table and realise he's he's six points behind Busan, they look absolute certainties to go down. So maybe he just thought, I'm out of ideas. I don't know what to do next. Um, let somebody else have a shot. So I wonder if this means that Adriano's going to move on. Well, yeah, I think Adriano was a big fan of that boss as well. I think he said that was the reason why he'd, yeah, that's why he stuck around. Um, so yeah, maybe. You, you think? Adriano will stay in Korea or think he'll go somewhere else if he does leave? Well, if you'd, if you'd asked me a few weeks ago, I'd probably say maybe he's blown his chance for a move, but he's actually found a bit of form. He's scoring goals again, so yeah. maybe there's a chance for him to... Yeah. Move to Seoul? Well, if they've got any money left after well, so Simon Park... They have a former spot available at Seoul, Asian, though. though. Oh, is it Asian foreign they have available? Unless they get rid of Everton, they'll be stuck with... Same three. Oh, of course, Everton, Molina, and but, but the theory is even if they, get, if they get rid of Everton, then they, they, they have to bring Raphael back. Yeah. For some reason, I don't really understand that. I really so then where would they go? Because they'd like, John Book be a their three foreigners and the three Brazilians. 
Um, Sewer White had three finals. They got rid of it at half time. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess. Okay. There's always one or two Brazilians that's been yeah, six they always, months. They always mix it up. I guess it's, you're, yeah, you're starting to think about is there a space for him in any team? Yeah. But to get back to the top, he went to Pohang or Ulsan or something. But Pohang would be a team. Much more, much more likely, I guess, if he does move, he'll go to China or he'll mm. go to the Middle East. I don't, I don't think he's good enough to get, get a move to Europe at the minute. I don't think so. Um, so it'll be China, Japan, or the Middle East would be his, his destinations. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be playing alongside Giorgio Samaras. You never know. Maybe he'll, he'll put someone out in the final. <laughs> <laughs> after, they, after they bounce back in Japan. After already destroying them in the league. Yes. But to get back to the topic at hand... You just yes. want to have a moan at Che again, don't you? I mean, I think it's interesting, right? Because the Korean clubs or chairmen don't seem to fire their, their managers that easily, right? I mean, if you look at, for instance, Liverpool yesterday, they lost 6-1 against Stoke. And straight, straight away, people are on... All the journalists are saying, well, is this going to mean Rodgers is out of a job? He's definitely under pressure, trophyless, whatever. But if you compare Rogers to, say, Chair, who's also had a, a, quite a, a bad run of form, probably underachieving, but based on our discussions with the, the, the management of the club, they're quite happy with the job he's doing and sort of saying, well, he's a club legend, we can't really fire him, no matter how bad he does. Uh, so, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe it's partly cultural, but I guess it's also... I mean, if you're going to fire your manager, you've got to have an idea of who else you're going to bring in that's going to do a better job. Chad. Um, Sorry, Chad Dury. Dury or his dad? His dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not Dury, for God's sake, man. You're bringing Dury again as a manager to the Dury. A father and son combo. But that, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's what it comes down to at the end. Is For most teams, maybe Seoul are an exception, but maybe not now, depending on what the budget is. If they fire their manager, they're going to have to get another Korean in. They're not going to go and get somebody from Europe or yeah. somebody from Japan or China, whatever it come across. So you're going to look and say, well, where's the pool of unemployed, good Korean managers that you think can come in and do a better job? So Otherwise, just, they're going to have to take a gamble on somebody and it could be even worse. So you, you just ruined all my answers there by saying good in that sentence. <laughs> unemployed, good Korean managers. I had a whole list there <laughs> until you said good and then I said I'm nothing. Well, I mean, everybody that's tried their hands as a manager has ended up being sacked for being useless, so... I mean, I think, the thing is, like, I mean, as we just, like, Che, I think I've said this so many times, I've said it on my blog, I've said it on the podcast, I said just, just randomly to people in the street, Che is about, he's just, he's so, like, non-motivational, like, he just stands there with his arms folded on the touchline, and I, I don't see what he does to kind of try and drive the team on. I mean, like, when they were getting humped by... Uh, Osaka, what did they do? I mean, they, did they even make any tactical genius changes? Or, he, I, I think, he, he never does anything. Like, he just yeah. always seems as if he's disinterested yeah. in anything. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's two things. Though. There's, the, there's the standard on the touchlines shouting and bawling at your players, which is actually more theatre than it is good management. Because it's just for the fans' effect to but, say, I'm actually, I give a shit and I'm, and I'm cheering. But I'm, but if, I th- if I think back to when Celtic... Changes. Like when Celtic had, had, had Tony Mowbray, that was one of the biggest problems. It was that Tony Mowbray just sat there on the, like, in the dugout watching the team like, unravel in front of him. He, he, he didn't do anything. He, yeah. did, he, he did his talking before uh, the match and a half-time, but he didn't do it like, in public. And I think Che just looks... I mean, even just the way that he looks during games, 
I just don't see what players would, would be terrified about going back in, you know, like losing one now. But apparently he's a very harsh boss, so that the player he gives the players specific specific instructions and he really comes down on them if they don't follow it. So what I heard the other week is that He's basically told the players not to shoot from sort of 30 yards mm. because he, said he thinks they're going to miss. So he said it's a waste of... It's better to dribble the ball up to the, the area and try and cross it in and score from close. I mean, Martin Rennie, who's obviously told Elan players to, he's to shoot outside. Yeah, he yeah. basically said, go and, and shoot take, take chances, take risks. And look who's and scored 20 goals in the last few games yeah. as opposed to who scored yeah. one goal every game. Yeah. But I mean, I, th- I think there's a lot you can criticise about Che. I think... I don't know if the... Shouting at the sidelines, maybe he's just not that kind of person. But he doesn't seem he doesn't seem to change things very much during games to actually right. improve them. And I think you can criticise the squad he's put together I mean, because the squad just doesn't look even even in terms of changing things during the game. He hasn't really got much in the bench to bring on and, and make a difference. You're never sure about how much is, of that is down to him and how much of it. Like when, when we had a yeah, meeting with the, a... the club bosses, that was one of the things we asked: is is Che on board with every signing? Does does he get a sort of a final yay or nay over each player that you want to bring in? And we were told that yes, he approves every single signing. But he approved Raphael. He, he approved Everton. But even with Raphael, right? Raphael came over from Brazil for a trial. He was here for like three days. Mm, yeah. So so she must have saw him. So you yeah. always say, well, we always said like, well, we were told that Raphael was going to be a, a direct replacement for Dayan, and you got you take the tall, slim Dayan and bring this like short, fat dwarf who can't do anything. Mm. But he was here on trial for like three days doing fitness tests, this that, and the other. So they must have known roughly what kind of player he was like. Yeah, I think I think you can definitely criticise Che in terms of putting that squad together because you you would think with Seoul they should have at least a handful of the best Korean players and they should have a couple of the best foreigners in the league. Fair yeah. enough, John Book are going to have good players, Suwon are going to have good players, but you'd expect Seoul to have one of the, okay. the best squads and the best individuals. So, but they don't. There's very okay, few people in the Seoul squad that you actually think. They could get a game so, in another team in the K League that are challenging at the so, top. So Trey's sort of management philosophy is based on the AC Milan of the eighties. That's what I've heard. So very defensive, very sort of slow. And you can see that there's no pace in the team at all. Every week the, the players are being outstripped by whoever they're playing against. So yeah, but then if you're going to play defensive, you don't put Chadiri in your defence in your back four. I, mean, I think I think people criticise Chadiri quite a lot, but at the end of the day, I mean, he's the only one who actually looks as if he gives a shit in that team. Yeah, that's I mean, the that's the thing. Like, they, they, no one in the and the soul team looks interested. You might. That's another thing you often you often hear about in the UK, right? Is that he's a so and so is a really good manager, but he seems to have lost the dressing room. So yeah. that idea of losing the dressing room, and I think to some degree that's probably happened here because. When you see, when you see Sol scoring, there are one or two players who obviously really tight with Trey. Chadri mm. one of them. When when uh, when Sol got the third, the winner against Kashima the other week, Chadri sprinted all the way over to Trey and hugged him, gave him a big hug. So, but other guys, they just yeah. That was the whole thing with the with the captaincy, right? They gave the captaincy to Ko Myung Jin. They let him have it for like a month, and they switch over to Chadri. So there's, there's obviously some kind of turmoil and disagreements in there. I mean, I would agree probably with, with Chad being the captain. To be honest, as yeah, I, said, I, would, I, would, I didn't agree with Cole being captain in the first place. Um, but I mean, but I think, for example, like you have, um, like you know, Rock, who was one of the the kind of biggest potentials. Uh, Chad, I mean, Chad seems to be ruining him. He he never gets mm. like enough g- uh, game time, and when he does, he looks as if he's like out, out of position. You have like I never I never remember the guy's Korean name, but they call him 
the Patriot, Chong Jogo, him with the hot wife. Like um, again, like I mean, another player who who is actually like a decent player. I mean, like a good player. He played like, the first couple of games. He scored a hat trick against Hanoi, maybe even four goals against Hanoi actually. And then I think I've, I've hardly seen him since. Um, and it's like Che just seems to be dropping players for weeks on end, or playing them in the wrong position. And it is, if you have a look at it, like they're sitting. We discussed as we said they're sitting eighth in the league. But if you look at the Dejon game that was one 0 and the Jeju game that was one 0 could so easily have been like defeats. Even well, and the one 0 draw with Songnam that could that should have been a defeat. Should have been a defeat, definitely. I mean, like, Songnam should probably have won that game, but then again, Songnam don't win in the World Cup stadium, so that's why. But yeah. I mean, but, but usually, usually when you get that situation where players are mysteriously disappearing, it's probably what Paul's hinted at, which is they're not doing what they're told on the pitch. Even if they even if mm. they score a goal or whatever, you know they're not tackling back, they're not chasing, they're not closing their man. You you were told not to hit it from twenty five yards, and you've scored a twenty five yard. I understand that, yeah. But it's like he's I don't know if he's taking things personally. I don't know. I, I don't know that there's some about the guy that just like, I just don't think he like is a manager at all. Uh, and like, I think so. I've been getting pro- progressively worse over the last three years. Yep. Um, and. Che, this year, yeah. looking at it, you can't imagine Seoul winning anything this year. You, you get to that point, I guess, with any manager, whether you like him or not, you feel as if something's got to change, yeah. if things are going to improve. But I, get, I, get, I yeah, think I mean, the question even, is... Even, even the great Sir Alex was, was sort of come to the end of his time, the people saying, is it to, even Wenger, they say, is it time for him to leave? Has he taken yeah. us yeah. as far as he can? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know who you, who you would bring in. I mean, Hong Myung Bo. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know who would who you would bring in to do a job at uh, so. But I just don't think it's Che. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's my job to come up with a replacement. I just think it's my job to get rid of Trey because he's useless. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's fair. But I think it's you know it's the the guys in charge of the club are maybe sitting there and thinking, I can't think of somebody that I would bring in to do a better job than him. But I mean, sitting where they so are, do they do they take a chance and just say, okay, right, yeah, we'll give Chad Uri the job. But I mean, sitting with Solar, how are they going to get in the ACL? They're going to finish third, fourth? There's no chance. Well, in fairness, they only, have to, they only have to win a game and they'll be up to, to fourth. It's, I mean, it's I, that tight in the league. That, yeah, you know, I, mean, a, I understand that's that. The thing well. is like, I mean, Che got himself out of jail last year because he managed to put together a run of form and get in the ACL. You wouldn't put it past them doing it again this year. It's not looking, yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't bet the mortgage on it, but again, it's, I mean, all the teams look equally kind of mediocre this year. Yeah. So if at some point he puts three or four wins together, He'll probably be third or fourth in the league. Or maybe he'll get a good run in the cup. He'll be in the cup final again and get to lose to somebody else on penalties. I, I just think bringing in a new manager, what what the, the thing that f- the fans don't have at the moment is hope, right? They just know pretty much what's going to happen e- each week. I think a new guy, a breath of fresh air, a bit of hope. Mm. It's a, kind of the same thing that the Newcastle fans were complaining about yesterday. They had a big banner saying... We don't expect you to win every week, but we expect you to try. We expect you to be entertaining. Yeah. And that's basically what the Soul fans are asking for as well. Some passion from the players, because a lot of them, as you said earlier, look really disinterested. Yeah. And sort of some entertaining football. The, the, the negative tactics that Trey uses are just driving the fans away. I lost my patience with Trey a long time ago. Most of the Korean fans stuck with it a lot, lot longer than I did, but I think we're up to about 40% who are against him and 60% who are for him. Especially after... Comparing our performances with Guangzhou and Gambra as opposed to Songnam's performances mm. against the same opposition, we've seen what a decent manager, what a different manager can do, and how underwhelming our performances were. So, hopefully, 
Um, so you think you think if you were back in the UK, if he was if he was a Wednesday manager, he'd have been sacked a long time ago. Well, Wednesday fired club legend Gary Megson after he'd beaten Sheffield United one 0 in the derby, and the, the chairman fired him that day and said, "Well, sure, we won today, but I don't think he's the guy to take us forward." And they brought in uh, Dave Jones, and he got us promoted. So that's the kind of cutthroat chairman Milan Mandrich is. The guy at Souls come out and said, "Well, he's a club legend; we can't fire him." So. Yeah, I guess you could look at the table though, and you could you could pick a handful of bosses that you would think, if you were back in the UK, they'd be yeah. at least candidates to <clears> fire. <throat> I mean, the Busan guy surely is underperforming relative to, to what you think season so. expectations were. Well, he was the guy that was at Suwon previously, right? Had an excellent record against Seoul and a shit record against everyone else, and eventually the Suwon fans sort of clamoured for him to be fired and. They they uh, got him out, and he's not really shone at Pusan, has he? Yeah, I mean, Pusan are just one of those teams, though. I mean, like, I don't really know what their pre-season expectations would have been. He, I mean, he is obviously underperforming, because, I mean, like, being the only club in the area as well, uh, you'd think, you know, that if they played half-decent football, they would get a pretty huge um, support. But I think they'd get, like, 2,000 at a game and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, also looking at, looking at looking at it even uh, Guangzhou I think he's going to be on, on a shaky on a shaky peg now uh, start the season now as well probably because they started off quite well and yeah. had a, a decent sort of first half to last season and but I mean they were well the thing is like the John manager was actually fat, he actually left with like five games to go last season uh, the, the new guy that's come in uh, seems to have done the exact same thing again like started well and now back in free fall again but I think you're right. I think like, even, even if you look up to to Pohang, you got to think. Yeah. you know he should be challenging for the title at Pohang. Yeah, he's, not he's so far off at that. Are they going to think? Well, maybe time for time for a switch. But again, he's another club legend, right? So he's not as easy to fire yeah. as random bloke off the street. So yeah, I mean it's like last year with Songnam. I mean, like Songnam had three managers in one season. You know, so the one guy was fired for, for doing a hunky one, right? The, yeah, 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 beating up. <laughs> he punched two kids. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I didn't actually have a problem with. Uh, the Sonam fans had a problem with it, but, I mean, if you're not... I mean, I'm not saying my boss would ever punch me, but, you know what I mean? I just mean that, I think... I mean, apparently it's not unusual yeah. in football for the odd yeah, slap the odd to be slap dished or out. But, uh, was he performing OK in the league before, or, or did they just use really that no. to get rid of a, I think a manager they, that I think they used that to get rid of him, to be honest. He wasn't well, really I think the problem much. was that what he did got public, and then you get the... Yeah the internet reaction to it yeah, and then yeah. something's got to be done so what you're saying is I need to set up a honey trap for Che I need to go right up in his face get him to punch me what you need to do first of all is sign for FC Seoul <laughs> yeah, and then be yeah. really poor in training <laughs> and then get slapped didn't but I, the only problem is if you sign for FC Seoul you might find you're actually better than some of the players yeah. didn't, didn't you say you saw Trey at, at work the other week I did yes so if you let me know where, when and where to be I'll come down and try and provoke him into punching me <laughs> I think I think Che punching a foreigner outside a, a kid's school might actually make him more of a cult hero than than um, getting fired. To be honest, especially if it's Paul. Especially if it's Paul, yeah. But well, he hear that coming. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then the guy that the song Nam replaced the slapper with um, got fired as well for having like a, a ridiculously poor poor run of games that saw him rooted at the bottom of the table, and that's when he brought in the legend. Kim Hack Bum and he's like turned things around and now they're sitting I mean in the top six that's like pretty a pretty amazing place to be sitting do you know what I mean for a 
I think like Song Nam. Um, and the thing I think the biggest difference is that he he's like respected by the by the players, that the fans love him, that the players respect him. Yeah. Uh, and he made the tough judgment call against Shota Jeparov as well, which has proven to be the right call. It, it does seem overall, though, that in Korea the, the managers get more time. And Definitely. But then back in the UK, people always say, oh, you don't give managers enough time. They're always too quick to sack them. Especially in EPL. Yeah, too quick to react to a couple of bad results and they're kicked out. So yeah. who's got it right? Don't know. Not FC Seoul, it appears. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe, maybe somewhere in the middle, I think. I mean, I, I think... I also wonder sometimes, I mean, these the, the guys who run these clubs, presumably that's not their only job if they're working for... Yeah. They're working for GS, they're working for Samsung, they're doing other things. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just do not... Do it's, it's not. It's not top of their agenda for the week is, how do I get the results of the football team? Oh, no, top of the agenda is, how do I get to that room salon in Gangnam that, that, that I'm banned from? <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, I think the conclusion is that the the chairman of the clubs are more patient. Even the fans are a lot more patient than English or British fans. Yeah, I think the fans are definitely more patient. I think so. Well, I, mean, I think I think the fans here are too busy fighting among themselves. I was going to the say yeah, the, fa- the fans are mm. the fans are quite happy with whatever's on the field, but don't eat your crisps too loudly in the stand. Yeah. And you'll be getting kicked out. Exactly. Yeah. Don't stand you, up. You got a story for us, Paul? Have, um, don't stand up and take your shirt off. Yeah, spray water. Well, I, I think I think everyone this in Korea has kicked off since I did that, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it has all kicked off since then. So yeah, just to give you guys a bit of background, there's a there's a Facebook account run by someone run by an FC Soul fan where people can write in anonymously and have their comments republished. And normally it's like, oh, I was sitting in the I was sitting in the stand this weekend. There was a, the guy next to me was really hot. Does anyone know who he is or, or stuff like that? But last Mark. Week, <laughs> There you go. There you go. Listeners, it's Mark. It's me. You can find me usually anywhere in heaven. There you go, Stevie. It's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think whenever there's any kind of complaint question that starts with, "I was at the football this weekend," and the guy next to me, it's usually Mark. Would it be Mark? No matter how the sentence ends. <laughs> but to get back on get back on track, this one was. Uh, I sit in the north stand. Uh, I sit there because I enjoy the, the more raucous atmosphere. So the North Stand is the supporter section yeah. right behind the goal. But I can't see the game properly because people are always standing up. And also, there are lots of kids around and I see people taking their shirts off to, to support. And there, are, and then the, the kicker, there are guys there that like, throw water around. When it gets on my face, my makeup runs. So please, can we not just sort of behave when we're supporting? So and that kicked off an absolute ruckus between... sort of. So basically, she's talking about Thanatos, who are the ultras of Seoul, right? Yeah, I mean, well, with Thanatos, are, yeah. Not they're, that they're particularly ultra, but they are. But, but they're probably as close to ultras as you actually yeah. get, yeah. Um, I mean, we are assuming it's a she. I mean, it could be obviously like a 22 year old. It could be a 22-year-old Korean guy who's trying to avoid military service. Yeah. Um, but but no. it's probably a she, yeah. <laughs> probably a she. <laughs> um, what I don't get is, are they, is she sure it's actually water? <laughs> they're, they're, they're thrown around because um, I don't see a, a lot of guys with bottles of water at the game. Uh, so maybe it's uh, maybe it's their beer or something instead. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think one of the questions you would ask is, why is she sitting in? 
mean, well, like that's what a lot of people say. Like, a, the views not that great, and B, like if she's there for the atmosphere, why does she hate everything that causes the atmosphere? I mean, that's what that's what that was my immediate comment. It's like it's not it's not like you have to sit anywhere. It's, it's free seating, right? So if you yeah. don't like it, just move ten ten rows to the right or the left, and sort of enjoy the atmosphere in, in peace. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Unlike the, unlike the poor two, two girls who played rock, scissors, paper yesterday, see who sat next to me at the baseball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We're like, you go in, you go in, you go in, it's, it's a foreigner, you go. I think we've all been there when you sit down <laughs> and, the, and the guy and the girl switch seats, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cheers, girls. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's packed behind the goal <laughs> at any of the stadium. I mean, if you, if you don't like, if the guys in front of you are standing... You move ten seats to the right. Well, or move there ten is, seats to the left. When you go into the yeah. into that stand, there is a big banner that the people, soul fans, have put up saying that this is a supporters area. Supporting means jumping, clapping, cheering, loud voices. So it's not like you're not forewarned that it's going to be that kind of atmosphere. Um, yeah, especially when she says, "I oh, know I like sitting behind the goals because I like the atmosphere." And it's like, well, well, we should be part of the atmosphere. If everyone was sitting down and not clapping, yeah, exactly, then yeah, you like the Emirates. It wouldn't be. Uh, you wouldn't be enjoying it. I mean, um, I think that's the thing about. The thing about football stadiums in, in, in Korea is like, as Stevie said, that with there not being a sign seating, you, you do feel that you have a little bit more leeway to like stand up uh, and maybe be a, a little bit more ruckus like we used to back home, you know, like in the old terracing back home in the UK. Right. Um, and so, for, for example, if I go in in uh, at Siam, I, I don't sit down, I stand up because I, yeah. I, I believe that that's... Well, why not? I mean, like, if you don't want me... I mean, it's what, you, it's what you expect, but it's only ever, really, the section right behind the goal. Right, exactly. Yeah, so... so it's, I mean, it's... You move one section back, or you move one section left or right, I mean, and you can sit, and you can watch the game in peace. So when you, you go to Sue One away... No, Sue One away, no one sits at Sue One away. Like, the whole... Like, right. Be it Pohang, be it Urawa, be it... Inter- mm-hmm. Be it whoever. No one sits. I think if you're behind the goal, then... The the idea is that those fans that are behind the goal are the kind of ones who create the noise, who create the atmosphere. If you want to sit with them or or, or if you want to be amongst them, then accept the fact that they will do certain things that maybe you don't like. Otherwise, go E, go to W. Uh, or so, stay in I mean, home I plus. Think, I think anybody that's on Paul's Facebook feed will all agree shirts should stay on. Oh, d- definitely. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a firm... <laughs> Believer in Paul shirt staying on. <laughs> what, um, about my, what about my vest? <laughs> some of the and my my pink marigolds. <laughs> oh, these have got your uh, broken finger thing off these days, yeah, eh? It was a waste of time, wasn't it? Well, it was a waste of time, definitely. <laughs> um, but no, I think, I mean, I, I, I think she maybe has like, a valid complaint about splashing water around. I mean, I think if people are they like, jumping around and splashing water or beer or whatever, you know, I get it. Um, also, probably... I would, I would ha- probably ask her not to bring her um, her triangle fish into the stadium as well because the, the, the smell of squid is pretty bad. <laughs> um, I believe it's called triangle fish in Conglish. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like I get the point of like people. Like, if she's being, like, if people are jumping around and water's getting sprayed and or beer or whatever, then I get that point. But I think the the, the idea of people standing up. Um, but given that it's free seating, right? One person's raised these issues. Do you think it's it should be having a vote on it so that we say that if the majority of people think that we shouldn't stand up, we shouldn't do this, then we won't do it? Or should we think this is a supporter seat if you don't like it? But I mean, I think I think that's almost impossible to have that vote because uh, you don't get the same people attending games all the time. 
So, yeah. so that would mean it would, it would only be your hardcore, you know, like the Diablos, the, the Tanatos, you know, like the other groups. Yeah. You know, like the Suho Shin here would say, this is what we do. But those random people who just come to games maybe every couple of weeks. You can uh, tell who they are because they're the ones that come in, sit right behind the goal, then realise everyone else is standing up and they move somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that I mean, think... must be your first football match then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, which is exactly what you should do, right? If you sit there and you go, "Oh, made a mistake here," yeah, then you, get you just move, in. and it's not yeah. as if it's not as if you're going to get a, a horrible view if you move ten seats another direction. I mean, it's, it's unless you really want to be standing next to the guys that are jumping and cheering, then you just move ten feet away, and you still get all the same atmosphere, and you just yeah. sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing, I mean, the thing as well. I mean, like since FC Sona had the two cheer boys or the, whatever you call them. They, you know, Is that Paul and his mate. And Paul and his mate. They, the, the, the kind of the people standing up has become that like, has kind of moved over a bit as well. So now that you have, you know, like the main group, and then next to them you have like Tanatos, and then next to them you have the sub main group, yeah. who are always standing up, jumping them down on top of seats. They, uh, so I mean, I don't really get where this person's going to go to like not have someone standing up in front of them. If you want, um, if you want to do away with anything at, at the support sections, get rid of those big flags. Yeah. They always wave just when it's a free kick or something that you really want to see. Yeah. And all you can see is banner in your face. Uh, the section where the Diablos always is, we had a, a really good view. And then this year, the guy, the, you know, the Kim Yong-dae goalie guy with his massive yeah. Kim Yong-dae flag, he, he doubled the size of the flag. Now we can see, can't see anything. Yeah. But nobody wants to move, so we're still sort of stuck yeah, there. I mean, that, that's actually spoiling other people's enjoyment. Yeah. Whereas people jumping around and... And singing or whatever is and not wearing a shirt. Well, that would spoil my enjoyment. But Depends. <laughs> unless it Depends was, unless it was the female supporters. Yeah. <laughs> Let's encourage the girls at Eland. Let's not encourage the ones at Sangam. Let's not encourage <laughs> the ones at Sangam. <laughs> How can I have one one? Maybe what they need. Maybe what they need to do in the stadiums then is have a have a topless section at the ground. Whether it's uh, male or female, anybody who wants to go topless can go in there. So conclusion is, since it's not assigned seating. Do what you want. Try not to disturb other people too much, but within reason. Within reason, I think you more or less do whatever think, you like. You I think if you if you're in the end of this is called the ultras. I think if you're in with the, the same end as the as the ultra fans, you have to accept the fact that ultras don't sit down. All right. So I guess that brings us almost to the end of the proceedings for this week. The only thing left to do is to do the previews. We'll start off with a classic. Um, you guys going to games? Paul, soul game for you. Yeah, assuming my massive tray out banner gets completed in time, I'll be logging it down to Sangam and hanging it up. Yeah, I'll be at Tanchon to see uh, the only Korean team in the in, in, in the last eight of the ACL take on John Book, who got beat four 0 in Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what you predicted in the other <laughs> bit of the podcast? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think it was. I think I've changed my mind already again. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> Alright, so going down the fixtures, the first one up is uh, Pohang taking on Dejon. Tough one for Dejon, I guess. <laughs> but they're all tough, it. aren't they? But is that, will that be the first game for the new manager, whoever he is? Will they be in in time? Well, I think, did they not? Did they put a youth team coach or someone mm. in charge of the team? Temporarily. Tempor- well, temporarily for now, anyway. Yeah. Um, so you'd imagine that... Oh, I mean, that, oh, no, you'd have to say Pohang will win that one. Even though they drew two each, that, that means they'll, they'll beat Seoul the week after, right? First home game with a new manager. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. Well, you never uh, know. They maybe not have appointed someone by then. Or maybe they'll appoint Che after you've got Rendell. 
We can only hope. So, at, Paul Hang. At which time he goes to Tejo and figures out of attacking football and beats Sol 10 0. Yeah. Adriano was answered to all his prayers. Exactly. If he got Adriano instead of uh, Park Chu Young, he'd top um, the league by now. Yeah, Paul so will win that one. We're all going for Paul Hang. Yeah, 2 0. Second game, Kwangju will take on Jeju. Draw. Kwangju are terrible, Cheju are terrible away from home. Draw. Oh, it pays me to say it, but I agree with Paul. Well, I'll go for Jeju just to be different. Okay, I'll go with Jeju as well. <laughs> okay, if they win, you've got to dye your hair orange. Okay, I'm, I'm, no. I'm back in a draw. <laughs> I'd say the same with you, Paul, but you don't really have. You dye your head orange. <laughs> I think you're giving the, our listeners a, a slightly mis- erroneous report about how, much, how little hair I have. Yeah, he's got a lot less than you think. Yeah, it's, it's not how little hair he has, it's where it starts on his head. Where it's where he, he brushes back. up from. Yeah, and what it's back from. <laughs> it's a cut comb up and over, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Chanam take on the might of Busan. Nothing each. It does have nothing each written all over yeah, it, doesn't it, really? That's going to be nothing each. Oh, Poussin, I've been, I've been pretty good away from home. I know we discussed this last week and I was like, slam for that comment, but they have, they have been a, a lot better away from home. Uh, so I reckon... Another you know, last-minute goal? No, I, st- I still reckon it'll be a draw. I, I reckon it'll be a draw. Chunnam have lost two on the bounce now and three out of four, so... You might think, yeah, I don't know. I just think that... Um, just, I think it'll be a draw. I've no real reason for why I think it'll be a draw. And Songnam versus Chonbuk? Uh, 2 0 Chonbuk. That's what it's been the last. Actually, the last time I went was, was on my birthday last year, and Chonbuk won 2 0. And the time before that was when, was when avid podcast listener King Kenny was back home, and Chonbuk won 3 0. Uh, but I kind of cheer a little bit because of John Book's uh, youth team playing Celtic tops. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the mask because we're all wearing Celtic tops at the beginning of the game. I was really torn. Uh, no, John Book will win that one. I mean, Son and I have a shocking Do you think record. the midweek results will have any bearing on that I mean, game? I, I don't. I, I, I do think Son might just get through against Evergrande. Uh, I think John Book will go out, but I just think in the league... Just John Book will just they're just too strong for anyone, basically. And I think even at Tanchon, regardless of, of the results, I think they'll win that one easy. Okay. You agree, Paul? Uh you'd not, be a fool not to. Not gonna disagree with them, are yeah. you? No. Alright. Uh Inchon, your pals at Inchon versus Suwon. That's like a game of like who do you want to lose the most? That's one of those ones you want both teams to lose. Yeah. Uh, Either that or ISIS to strike the stadium, but anyway. Um. I, I can't see Suwon winning that, because Incheon have been phenomenal yeah. at home, right? They've, yeah. Yeah. they've drawn with all the major teams so far. I can't see that not continuing here. I think that could be the game that puts the, the big dent in Suwon's uh, league hopes. I think Incheon might actually win that. Um, yeah, I think, I think Incheon could actually just scrape a win in that one. They've... They played well against Jeju, they played well against Pohang, they played well against Jongbuk. They yeah. played well against Seoul. played well against Seoul. It's kind of um, strange, isn't it, actually? You know, a dozen games into the season and we're sitting here thinking, Suwon have got to win yeah. every game. Yeah. Any game that they drop points, basically. Well, that's the title challenge. Yeah, one. basically, yeah. 
Uh, but I think they will drop points. I think after they come back from Japan as well, I think they'll almost certainly be out of the ACL. Uh, and I think Inchon will have enough to beat them at home. I suppose if Chumbuk do get through against Beijing and Suwon crash out, that might have give Suwon a little bit of hope, right? That they can focus on the league, whereas Chumbuk will still be distracted. Yeah, but, but yeah. Even so, you. I mean, Suwon are out of the cup as well, so. Yeah. Out of the FA Cup, so I guess the league's literally the last league's thing. It, yeah. But you would. You'd be tough place to imagine Suwon have any chance of closing the gap in Jumbuk in the league. And then Seoul, are you positive for the weekend, taking on Ulsan? Well, they were diabolical in, at the beginning of the season when they went down to Ulsan. They were terrible. Was, this, was it 3-0, 3-1? 2-0. 2-0. They lost 1-0 at home last year in the, towards the end of the season. They did, so. yeah. Kim Shinook scored. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Seoul is basically the same each week, so it depends on the standard of the opposition, so... I mean, Ulsan, Ulsan haven't won a game for, what, five weeks now? Two draws and three three losses is their yeah. run of form. I mean, did they um, I mean, against, against us, Ulsan, we, went, we took it to penalties. And they, weren't, they weren't very impressive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be surprised, actually, if Seoul lost that at home. It might be a draw, but... I think, again, it depends maybe on midweek as well. It depends on how much effort Seoul put in to try to claw back the game against Gamba. Um, I think also, yeah, I mean, if worst case scenario be for Seoul would be actually taking it to extra time and losing, right? Yeah. Because they'd have exerted all their energy. They wouldn't have the, the feel-good factor of actually winning. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, also if they, say, go to Gamba and lose 5-0, then you'd imagine the crowd will be sort of anti, anti the players, anti yeah. the manager, make the atmosphere quite vitriolic. So, yeah, I think we need really need to, we need to revisit this. On Thursday, we need to do our previews on Thursday this week. Do you think there's any chance Che might just chuck the, chuck the Champions no. League and just put a reserve team out against Gamba? No, he'd get slaughtered if he did that. Uh, I think it's probably his only chance of success. I mean, I think as we discussed on the on the ACL podcast, if they actually do beat Gamba and, 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 and put them out, they're probably going to win win the uh, ACL. Um, so you'd imagine that maybe in his head he's, he's maybe thinking. Put everything into that one game. Um, I don't think he scored three though, are we? Don't know if he scored three, but <laughs> I mean, I think I think they'll beat Osan. I mean, we watched Osan today. Um, they're an average team. Osan will will probably score. I guess that's the only thing. Yes, Osan will probably score against yeah. Seoul. Um, so the question is, the question is, can Seoul score? More than one. And is, was the Chunnam game an aberration, or have they finally broken that kind of? that jinx and they can now score freely so that wraps up the classic um, moving on to the challenge I guess the big one as always Eland take on Suwon at home it's fourth versus second Suwon will be looking to try and get a bit of uh, retribution for the 5-1 defeat mm. well, that, that's come up so quickly yeah it's only uh, four weeks four yeah. weeks since we played them um, yeah, it has come around quite quickly, but that's <coughs> so they'll be looking to get a bit of payback for that. Um, Eland will be flying. You'll expect I expect goals. I think that's you know, two of the two of the top three scorers in the league, and the defences are not exactly <laughs> solid yeah. either. So uh, you're probably looking again <coughs> another five goals, another six goals yeah. in this game. 
don't, don't, ask, don't ask me which way it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, after watching them against Goyang, yeah, I can see why they're scoring so freely. So I'm going to go for three each. There you go, three each. Three each. High score and draw. Um, I think it will be a... After you watch the highlights on Sunday morning, <laughs> from your hotel in Butchon. <laughs> it will be a 3-2 win. For, for yes, someone. <laughs> the team beginning with S. Good one. Yeah, 3-2. 3-2 sounds good. 3-2 soul. There you go. One soul team's got to be able to beat one soul one team, haven't you'd, they? You'd hope so, yeah. You'd hope so. The rest of it is bottom versus top. Gang one take on Sangju. Have to fancy Sangju. Yeah. Despite the fact that they couldn't beat Chungju. Surely they'll not. Surely they'll not blow it <clears throat> two weeks in a row. Yeah, he's yeah. Should be should be two or three now, yeah. Yeah. Uh Anyang take on Daegu. Anyang's gonna win that one. Controversial. Controversial. Anyang can't keep being so bad. They have to They've got to win again eventually. They have to get something from somewhere. So I think I think this could be the day that sees the purple revolution. Not sure. I reckon that'll be a draw. You gotta gotta play the odds. I just I'll go for Daegu then. Yeah, I think <laughs> so I we've got everything covered. That means one of us is right and the podcast maintains its hundred percent record, yes. <laughs> so between us we've got that one right. Uh the 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 next one I guess is Kyongnam at home to Goyang, which is a bit mid table nothing game. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably go for Kyongnam in that one just because they're at home and they've won a couple yeah that's a tough one um, Goyang haven't been good recently Kyongnam seem to have found a bit of form so yeah I'll say Kyongnam as well 1-0 uh, poor game Paul 85th minute disputable offside goal <laughs> that's what I'm saying so last game then of the round um, the one that I guess everybody's just dying to see Sell out, standing room only at Chungju to see the visit of Buchon. Um, That's just going to be a football festival, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, nothing each. <laughs> nothing each, Paul. I don't really care. Don't care. <laughs> You're without this podcast, aren't you? So that's the K League wrapped up. Uh, any other plans for the weekend? Um, I notice, obviously, Seoul Games on the Sunday. I notice the Masters are at home on the Saturday. I'm thinking the versus the Mustangs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm thinking I might make the effort to check up and check out for myself how bad they really are. Are you or hoping not. to see if we can go one better than 35? You might see their first goal of the season, I guess. Actually, I did go to the Martyrs once last year. and I think they lost something like 12-1. So they did 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 actually score, and the the celebrations for that one goal were quite raucous. Was there someone there? I think there were some players' mums there. Oh, okay. Some adjuncts, anyway. Yeah, I might, I might take in the matters as well. Um, so maybe. if you guys both go, you know it's going to finish nil nil. I know, but the thing is, like, there'll be a bunch of adjuncts on afterwards, playing, so they're always worth watching. Just stay away from the guy. With if baseball. we do both go, I think we'll take the MP3 player and do some semi live. So the full, the full lowdown on the martyr situation. Yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting to do. It's a home game, though, isn't it? I think, to be honest, going with the martyrs on an away trip has got to be a, a bit of fun. Just to see what that's like, because it seems to be that's the one where they get the real heavy defeats. So yeah. Only you know seven players turn up, and they don't have a goalkeeper. Um, but anyway, that should be fun for you guys. Are you going to 
you going to leave us with a little bit of music for the martyrs then, Paul? As as you all know, the martyrs are nice sort of church-based team, so I'm going to pick the theme song from that well-known religious movie, The Life of Brian, and say, Martyrs, always look on the bright side of life. I always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you forgot.